Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to another episode of In the Home, The Chronicles of JC. I am your host, JC, and you're about to enter a world that most guys only dream about. But for me, it's just been the life I live. So let's get to it. This story takes place in the early days after college, back when I still actually like living in apartment complexes full of a bunch of strangers, some nice, some not so nice. But of course, the best part was a never ending steady stream of women in their 20s and 30s, still in their physical prime. The complex I was living in at the time in the San Fernando Valley had an unusually high number of attractive women living there currently. And one day I happened to be talking with the apartment manager about this anomaly. And he couldn't understand why a young single guy like myself wasn't just plowing through all these women in the building. I explained to him how it broke one of my sacred rules to never get involved with women that live near me. Because like I've mentioned before on this show, I have a tendency to attract stalker type women. So to go and get involved with the stalker that not only knows where you live, but also lives down the hall from you could be disastrous on so many levels. I didn't explain to him my practice of only bringing women back to my place as a last resort. He then asked me, well, if you knew they were going to be leaving soon, would you hit on them then? Yeah, I would. But there lies a problem. I don't know when they're leaving. And it would seem creepy to go around asking women that. He then promised me that the next time he gets a 30 day notice from a hot chick saying she's going to be ending her lease, he'll let me know. I told him if he does that and I end up nailing her, I'll take him out for a nice steak dinner. A few months went by and I had already forgotten about the deal I made with the manager. Until one day out of the blue, I received a text message from him. It was a picture of a woman walking away with an amazing ass, with a caption underneath saying, Just received her 30-day notice. Apartment number 423. Game on. I knew exactly who she was. I had been casually flirting with her the past couple of years when we passed each other throughout the complex, but never pulled the trigger by asking her out, not wanting to break my sacred rules, of course. But now the rules didn't really apply to her anymore. So indeed, the manager was right. It was game on. Her name was Melissa. I believe she was a nurse of some kind because half the time when I saw her, she was in scrubs. I didn't know if she was in any kind of relationship because I had seen her with several different guys throughout the couple of years she's lived there. The only thing I did know for sure is that even in a pair of loose hanging scrubs, you could tell she had one hell of an ass underneath those pants that I wanted to be balls deep in as soon as possible. A few days had went by and I hadn't seen Melissa once. I even purposely walked by her apartment a few times to hopefully catch her leaving out for work, but nothing. I was starting to think maybe she already moved and I missed my opportunity. Then one day as I was working out in the gym we have at the complex, she walked by with a basket full of clothes, clearly on her way to the laundry room. I jumped off the elliptical machine I was on and quickly tried to come up with a way to approach her. Then I thought now would be a good time to get a jump start on my own basket of dirty clothes building up in my apartment. When I first walked in, she didn't even notice I entered with all the machines drowning out the sound. So I went and set my basket down right next to her. She looked up surprised at first, then flashed a smile when she realized it was me. We started off with a typical small talk, asking each other how we're doing, how's work, what we're doing for fun these days, and so on and so forth. I was ready to broach the topic of her moving out, but she probably would have wondered how I even knew about it in the first place. So I mentioned how my rent just got jacked up yet again this year, and that's when she said, thank God I don't have to worry about that anymore. How can you say that, I said, knowing what her answer would be. Oh, I'm moving out in a couple weeks. I tried my best to act as surprised as possible. She then went on to tell me how she had been living with some guy the past year or so until they recently broke up and he moved out. And not being able to cover all the rent on her own, she was going to have to move back home for parents for a little while until she was able to get her own place. 
Most guys dream of this moment. The months after a hot girl has broken up with her boyfriend and is still single, a little lonely, and most importantly, horny as hell. So I seized upon this moment instantly and got her to talk a little bit about the relationship and why they broke up. Of course I sided with her and made the ex-boyfriend out to be some villainous asshole. Then I told her I was kind of sad to see her go because we never got the chance to get to know each other a little better. We both stared at each other for a few seconds. Then she said, well, my parents only live a few miles from here, so you know. I know what I said. Well, we can hang out sometime if you want. Now one would think an attractive woman like this would have pretty high confidence in herself, especially when it came to attracting men. But no, after Melissa revealed to me that she would be open to hanging out with me, she immediately became unsure of my response and couldn't even look me in the eye anymore and tried to go back to sorting through her clothes. It was the perfect time for me to close the deal. As she was looking back down to her clothes, some of her hair, which was long, dark, and flowing by the way, just how I like it, had come down to the side of her face, covering my view of her. So I took my hand and gently moved it behind her ear. She looked up to me again. I would love to hang out with you sometime, I said, while staring deep into her eyes. I then uh, did a move that the pickup artist, Dynamite, from episode 4 that I hung out with one night had taught me. And that's just before you're about to kiss a girl, start staring at her lips. So I looked at her lips, then back to her eyes again, before I dove into her mouth. She dropped whatever clothes she had in her hand and wrapped her arms around me as I did the same to her. The making out started getting uh, kind of intense as we moved about the laundry room, ending with her slamming me into a dryer. Then I felt her hands start to unbuckle my pants. Within a matter of seconds, her warm mouth was engulfing my cock, and she was down on her knees as I stood pent up against the dryer. As I looked down to the top of her head, bobbing back and forth, for a brief moment I started worrying about somebody walking in on us. And I figured if we both got kicked out the complex, she was leaving anyway, and I'd just find some other complex to live in. These places are a dime a dozen in the valley, so who cares? So once I put my mind at ease about that, I reached into my back pocket for the condom I grabbed just before I headed out to the laundry, just in case things went well, like they clearly were at the moment. Several minutes later, I now had her bent over one of the dryers as I was hitting it hard doggy style. Because we're in the laundry room, I never feel so clean and so dirty at the same time. <laughs> we finally finished up and dressed like nothing ever happened pretty quickly, because we both had only taken off our shorts to do the deed. I thought about actually doing my laundry, but then I realized I didn't even have any money on me. So I asked her did she want to go up to my place for round two, while her clothes washed. Because I knew she was leaving, I didn't mind her coming back to my place. Otherwise, only as a last resort would I do anything like that, like I've mentioned before. But she said no, because she still had a lot of packing and stuff to do. I gave her my phone number to call me once she got settled at her parents' house. As I was leaving, I couldn't believe I never noticed it before, but it was a small camera in one of the corners of the laundry room. But what were the chances anyone would see what occurred in those few minutes unless they were looking for it? A week later, believe it or not, I actually got a text message from the apartment manager that said, I saw what you did in the laundry room with the hot girl that's leaving. Your secret is safe with me. Nice job, by the way. I didn't think you would pull it off. Also, a deal is a deal, and you owe me a steak dinner. I actually ended up taking him to Black Angus Steakhouse the following day. He was hanging on to my every word as I went to detail about my encounter with Melissa and other women I've recently hooked up with. From that day on, he gave me the nickname, The Closer. I'd be lying if I said I didn't like it. In case you were wondering what happened with Melissa, a few weeks went by and then I got a text message from her that said, Sorry for not calling. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. Long story short, my boyfriend and I are trying to work it out. But thanks for some of the wildest sex ever. Later. 
I was busy with work at the time and I never even responded. Honestly, I really didn't even have anything to say. She was back for a boyfriend and I was already working on other potential prospects. So to me, it looked like everything worked out and everyone was where they were supposed to be. Well, that concludes this episode of In The Moment, The Chronicles of JC. If you want to know when new shows are uploaded or any updates on the show, you can go to the show's Twitter handle at the JC Chronicles, and you can email me at thejcchronicles at gmail.com. And remember, always live in the moment. <laughs>